Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Kylie Merritt, the founder of Ausbiz. Our goal at Ausbiz is to provide you with news and information you can use to make better investment decisions, whether it's live, on demand, in the newsletter, or a podcast like the COB. We make it available at no cost to you. The bigger our audience, the more we can invest in great content. So I have a favor to ask. If you could take a minute to leave a review of the COB in the Apple Podcast app, it'll help us grow. And of course, don't forget to catch up with all the best interviews each day at ausbiz.com.au. Thanks for listening. From Barangaroo Studios, the Ausbiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. It is a Friday. It's the 19th of February. Great to have you along with us for the COB. I'm Nadine Blaney. Scuddy's here with me. Hey, Scuddy, you love a Friday, don't you? Love a Friday. Like the best of them, uh, it's, a, it's a good one as well, but not so much for the market. Uh, a bit of a wobble to go and end off the week, which is a little bit surprising, you got to say. Wobble or a whack? I mean, I'm looking down at uh, how things finished up today, and it's just a sea of red. I mean, yes, there are pockets of strength. I'm looking at you, healthcare, inspired by Cochlear, which had a fantastic day in the wake of results, even though it cut its dividend. You know, yeah, we've got uh, Goodman Group in the industrial retail REIT space looking good, Afterpay as well, after that broker price target upgrade. But, but it's pretty dismal if you look at the miners even, and that's despite iron ore flying. Yeah, it is unusual. Now, it uh, comes off a very elevated level, so we've got to go and look at that straight away. But um, we'll be talking about bond yields, and although bond yields haven't, uh, in a nominal sense, haven't been actually moving high the last few days, actually, they've actually gone lower, real yields are still creeping up. And then look, 10 years in the United States are really still deep in negative territory, still around about, I think, 88 or so uh, basis points in the, uh, in the red. But that's enough to go and knock these uh, those equities down because we know that the valuations were so rich coming into this period. So even a little bit of you know, trepidation there uh, creeps in. You can see the resulting uh, you know, slide has been quite pronounced today. Of course, the question remains, though, with accommodative policy, both in the fiscal and monetary front, how long will it last? How long will it last? Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll be hearing from some Fed speakers next week, including Vice Chair Richard Clarida. Uh, so, Go on, do your plug. All right. So I'll be speaking with him, but I'll be bringing back all that information to our viewers as well. So we will be talking about tapering. We will be talking about tantrums, inflation, all the rest of it. It's going to be a live week next week. And um, in the wake of yeah, the jobs report here yesterday, we got some retail sales data today, the preliminary retail read. We do get some more um, data here locally next week as well to really give us a sense as to the pace of this economic recovery. What is your current sort of sense, Scotty? Uh, look, it's a K-shape. I think also think it's a, a U-shape recovery here in Australia when it comes to, we had a bit of a, a lull there because of various lockdowns and the like, but we're, uh, we're definitely on the right trajectory moving out of it now. And as long as we get the, uh, the pandemic side of things right and uh, we get the borders open and a bit more freedom back, uh, I think we're going to have a very, very good time of it over the next few years. Um, 
but there's little pockets that we get at the moment of you know uh, things that happen and you, know, you get you know, another case, you get another state lockdown and everything else, and it's just holding us back for the time being. And the one thing that we need to go and get ourselves sorted for is that uh, you know, international sector, the trade exposed sector, and I'm talking about travel and tourism, education, that's going to be a really big hole for the time being. And uh, until we can fill that, we're not going to be able to be truly in full flight. Yeah, well, speaking of education, we had a bit of a panel on today. Stuart Roberts from Stockdown Under was here. He was talking up uh, the education sector. Um, he, he thinks that the pivot to online has gone quite well. Just a little bit of a personal anecdote. He talks about 3P learning, uh, reading eggs. You're, uh, you're not quite at that phase yet, Scotty, but uh, I was on reading eggs last night. Um, yeah, it's an interesting sort of area of the market. I am a fan. I'm a fan of anything that helps kids read more, but, uh, even I got a little frustrated last night. More gamification <laughs> of learning. Should gamification be, uh, be of learning. It's only like Stuart, Stuart Roberts is like going through the other list. So he started off with like, no talking about childcare and everything else last week. Now we've gone to education. Maybe next week it'll be about housing. And then eventually you might be looking at, uh, no Invocare or something. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting That's, ahead of myself here. Yeah. <laughs> Put some TWE in there, Treasury <laughs> Wine Estate somewhere, being a Friday, and we've got the last call at 4 p.m. If you miss it live, then you can catch up online over the weekend. Uh, where was I going with that? So, yeah, Stuart Roberts, Stock Down Under. We also talked to banks. There was a big banking panel, and, yeah, the banks got whacked to end the week as well. Uh, you know, some down in the order through the trading session between one and a half and uh, one and three quarters of a percent. And that's after we've, you know, we now have the full platter of uh, information coming from those banks. Uh, CBA with its half yearly, the rest giving us some quarterlies. Um, I, I thought that the commentary coming from the bank CEOs was pretty positive. Yeah. And look, there's a positive message to tell. And uh, the banks are really, uh, no the fingerprints of the recovery all over them, as, as Matt Common, the, uh, the CBA uh, chief executive said last week. Uh, no, really, when you see a, an improvement in the economy, you expect the banks to go and improve their performance and vice versa. Um, but it is interesting. I know that we're, we're trying to go and put our finger on what potentially is happening today. We know about the valuation story, we know about real yields. But the one thing as well that's happened is that Chinese markets have, uh, have come back online as well. And I'm not sure people have been paying pretty close attention. And of course, they're still going as we are going to finish up today. But uh, what we're seeing is that they open out of the blocks uh, no, on, uh, on Thursday and then slowly but surely unwound and then finished in negative territory, particularly the tech sector. And the same thing is happening today. So as it opened up those mainland markets there in China, we really started to go and slide here. So it shows that there is a little bit of a, a caution creeping in from a regional perspective, not just here locally. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, I just note that the Nikkei, you know, in the session did slip below 30,000. There's big fireworks when it climbed above 30,000. But really, we did see this rally fizzle before the weekend right across the Asian region. Uh, look, today I sort of alluded to Cochlear out with its half yearly result. We did speak with Dig Howard. If you'd like to listen to that interview, you can do so via the show notes. A lot of focus on the outlook, a lot of focus on the return of uh, elective surgeries. And um, that's what we discussed with him primarily. So I do hope you can listen to that. But uh, Cochlear was one of the real standout performers on Friday. I even note that West Farmers in the wake of its results on Thursday turned through the session on Friday down around 2% late in the session. Um, so yeah, there was a lot, a lot to come out of reporting season. Look, most of the conversations we've been having, Scuddy, people saying it's going um, well, but a lot of them were expecting it to go as well as it's gone. Dividends are coming back, some guidance, 
some guidance in pockets. Um, but generally speaking, the consensus is that it's ticking along quite well. Yeah. And uh, almost everyone was thinking the same thing, which could explain why we're seeing a bit of a weakness today, because it doesn't take much to go and get some momentum going to the downside when everyone's looking for, uh, for positivity. But um, yeah, look, I, I've been personally surprised, particularly by the guidance levels. I'm disappointed in some of the retailers. I think that uh, you know, Blind Freddy can go and see the conditions at the moment, at least for the, the second half of, uh, of H, H, uh, oh, sorry, FY21, are going to be pretty strong there because we can't go and spend our money. We're all cashed up and the like. But I'm um, surprised there's not been the willingness to go and do that. But uh, other domestically focused companies as well, there has been a more willingness to go and provide guidance, which is welcome. Uh, we love that as investors to go and have some clarity as to what the market and what, they are, what the, the C-suite of these companies are expecting. Yeah, Shaver Shop was one that comes to mind that reported today. And it, uh, after rising early in the session, it, uh, it did end up turning negative. And LaVisa, I'm just double checking early in the session, it was flying. Yep, still flying. Uh, to end the day. Shaver shop. Do we say like, oh yeah, a bit of a trim? Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you've been on fire today. Don't you think I've forgotten the chicken references? There's a lot of chicken flying around this place today. Ingham. Oh, too much chicken. Too KFC. Much, too much chicken on a Friday. I could have warned you. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we'll leave that there. Um, okay. So we still have reporting season. Oh, actually, before we get there, why don't we do the stock of the day? Almost forgot. It is related to reporting season. It's Telly HR. I'm not going to steal the thunder. I spoke with Adam Dawes and Claude Walker on this one. Here's what they had to say. It's one of the Bevan Slattery ah. uh, stocks in his stable. So uh, a reoccurring revenue is the key, ARR, and this one is actually moving in the right direction. So really, really, it's actually looking pretty good. Um, I looked at the outlook statements, looked a little bit skinny on uh, that outlook for that international expansion. And they did talk about the US and UK, but they didn't give us any numbers. So I'm sort of a little bit sort of skeptical on where that's going. I think it's a buy. I think it's looking Why? good. Well, revenue's moving in the right direction. ARR, so re reoccurring revenue moving in the right direction. Expansion plans, it just looks good. I own shares in this one and, it, and it's a buy to me, but as part of a diversified portfolio, because these kind of companies sometimes do succeed really big and they make it in the US and you get great returns. Of course, it's risky, but that's why that's why I like it. And I think that this report was probably vaguely positive. When I looked at this before Bevan Slattery invested and it was when I first saw it, I just put it on a watch list because I thought, oh, this is tiny. Even for me, it seems too ris risky. Since then, we've had, I guess, like the somewhat endorsement of like a, a smart investor buying in on top of strong growth. The revenue is now sitting at close to a million. So it's, it's just about doubled. Obviously, if it keeps up to any anywhere near that doubling rate, it will eventually become profitable. But at the moment, it is losing money. Yes, it's got a higher share price. It can, it can fund its losses for a little while. But I'll be looking for that um, loss to narrow and particular, uh, basically have, the, have it move towards break even. And so, Scuddy, ring the bell. It's going in the portfolio. It's Friday. It's a miracle. So uh, we're adding to uh, these new age I stuff. I had two. Two yeah. companies added to the portfolio today. The other one was Quick Fee, right? So if you'd like to, I just got confirmation from Gotham. Go find out what's in the Ausbiz portfolio, how we're tracking. Ausbiz.co forward slash portfolio. I really like the uh, Quick Fee as well because it, it got hosed yesterday after it was off. Well, and there's buy the dip opportunity. So there we go. And, and, it, and it was falling further. When I spoke to the guys, it was down by about six and a half percent. So yeah, price always has to do. So the rule with the portfolio, it has to be a buy on the day at the current price. 
Uh, I was on reporting season. Why not continue there? Look, we've got another, you know, not, it's not peak reporting season on Monday. I'm not going to be over dramatic, but we do have a number of great guests. We have the CEO of Chorus. We've got the CEO of Reliance Worldwide. We have the CEO of Ooh Media. And uh, we've got the CEO of NIB Holdings as well. Uh, but, you know, the list that's reporting on Monday is still as long as my arm. Uh, there's not that's really... not doing it justice. Yeah, there's, there's not really any sort of top tier economic data in the US tonight, but we do get PMIs. Yeah, our PMIs are, are useful. And uh, as always, we know the manufacturing side of things is going to be pretty strong. It's all about that services. And uh, what we're seeing recently is that there's been a clear uh, bifurcation between uh, both the United States and Europe. Europe's services sector has really struggled, whereas the US has really, no, surprisingly so, outperformed. So I'm keen to go and see whether that trend can continue into uh, January. You going to keep yourself busy this weekend, Scotty? Out of trouble? Always. Uh, got a, a mate's 40th, so what could go wrong there? <laughs> okay. That's all we need to know. I'll see you Monday morning. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for watching throughout the week. We, um, yeah, we really appreciate it. Bye. 